Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. What do you get when you take a smart-ass sex and dating expert who's a little too smart for his own good? And you take a smoking hot vixen with just the right amount of naughty and nice. And together they point out all the very stupid things men and women do in the world of sex and dating. You get a juicy little podcast that is smart, sexy, and will knock you on your ass. It's unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is Believe in the Sex Playbook, and it starts right now. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm your host, John Ibrahim, coming to you from the Windy City here on the Believe Podcast Network. Alongside with me is my co-host and a girl who can solve a Rubik's Cube in 36 (laughs) seconds, Shay Kilmer. Actually, I've never been able to do that in my life, and I know there's a trick, but I don't know it. I don't know. I heard it's in 36 seconds. (laughs) Anyways, hello, my romantics, erotics, and curious people. If you love the show like John loves himself, Ah. then please remember to subscribe and Believe in the Sex Playbook and rate us with a five-star rating. You can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and pretty much everywhere else you can get your podcasts. And of course, you can always find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts on Twitter. That's B-L-E-A-V. So, Shay... Yes, John. (laughs) (laughs) When people in relationships for like any length of time, some of them start to get like comfortable, you know? Now that sounds good on the surface, like, oh, I'm comfortable in my relationship, but that's not, that's not the kind of comfort I mean. People who are very comfortable make the mistake of believing that their partner is going to stay with them no matter what, Mm -hmm. right? It's Mm -hmm. almost like they take it for granted a little bit, like, ah, you know, I could do anything, not with mean intentions, just, you know. It's funny he that you loves say me, that. She loves me. There are some people though that do take it too far. That's like, oh, I can do whatever the hell I want, and she's just too clingy or whatever. That she's never gonna leave. And I've actually been witness to that happening recently. So, ooh, hopefully they don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. What you think they would know that you're talking about them? One hundred percent. Oh. Actually, a lot of people that listen to this podcast who actually know me in real life know exactly who I'm talking about. Well, I got to think that anybody who would date you or or date me for that matter listens to the show, right? I mean, they're like, I'm dating the host (laughs) of that show. Why wouldn't they listen? Yeah, I mean, I'm not talking about someone that I'm dating. I'm talking about like my friends and like all of them Hmm. that know me outside of just this little podcast Hmm. or these little speakers that my voice is coming out of (laughs) um, that actually know know me. They know who I'm referring to who's in a not so healthy relationship. Anyways, back to the point. Yeah, the point is 
some of these people who get too comfortable in relationships, sometimes they manifest that whole comfort zone thing by letting themselves go physically. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, hey, I can, I don't have to impress her or him anymore by staying in shape or anything. And they just let themselves go. And now it's funny. I actually have a story. Are you ready for the story, John? Yeah, I love, I love stories. So I had a guy that I had been dating for quite a while. Um, and I, I don't know why I had liked him so much because, I mean, I helped him pay for his school. I helped him Holy pay crap. for his insurance. You were a sugar mama. Dude, I bought him an $800 guitar or actually it was a bass, but like the one of his dreams I took, he was so broke and mind you, I'm a single mom guys. So like this was a mm-hmm. lot. So I took us, so we swapped birthdays because he didn't have enough mer- uh, money for my birthday, oh which my came first. Yeah. So, and his, I think it was, his was in June or something. And I was like, well, how about this year? We just swap like the fucking idiot I am. I was like, okay i will i'll get you something for your birthday on my birthday and then you get something for me on your birthday yeah and so i got us tickets to go to um california what i know guys you're a sugar mama i was and i was a dumbass (laughs) so don't do that anywho's but this guy started to really let himself go i swear to god he probably gained a good 40 50 pounds holy shit that's uh, a lot in what time span um i think we dated probably about a year so it slowly like five ten pounds here there fine whatever wow. ten, 15 pounds sure 20 pounds like is when i think i really started to notice yeah and then the extra like 20 25 pounds there really <laughs> just was like Oy. So it, it was all those dinners you were buying him oh because you gosh, were a sugar get mama. Out of here. I don't know how the heck it, he was so unhealthy. I think it, he also worked at um, a restaurant, w- w- mm-hmm. like an Italian restaurant. Oh, yeah. So I'm guessing he was just freaking loading away with the pizza all yeah. the time. Yeah. But besides the point, so I um, was messaging one of my best friends mm-hmm. and I was like, hey, I honestly don't know if I'm still attracted to him. Yeah. And by the way, there you go. Um, one of my girl best friends so not even a guy so mm-hmm. not that that matters because there should be trust but i guess <laughs> um so i had my own apartment that he had moved into of course mm-hmm. shocker mm. um and i had gotten off work it was a day that i didn't have my daughter um and i came home and the sight that i saw when i came home oh boy this grown ass man who was probably like 250 on my floor like a child, like a two-year-old toddler (laughs) throwing a tantrum, literally crying on the floor, belly down, face into a pillow, wailing. What? About what? Ready for this? You ready? Are you ready for this? (laughs) Yeah. I'm, I'm dying to know. He, when I finally got him to calm the fuck down and between the <laughs> stupid oh sounds God. i know ready he told me he's like i saw what you said and i was like what are you talking about what did i say I, like i'm not talking to any other dude like what are you talking about and he's like i saw your message with insert best friend <laughs> i was like what are you talking about? What about our message? Because we had talked about a whole bunch of different things. And yeah. he goes, you said you're not as attractive to me. And oh, I was my like, God. Oh, the horror. Oh, my God. I have. Okay, so this is the thing. 
I have never been turned off by something so much in my life. So, yeah, I wasn't as attracted to him because he had gained weight. But his reaction. Yeah. To First off, he snooped in my computer. Yeah, I was like, that's Facebook. what I was thinking. That's the first. He Facebook messaged. He looked at my Facebook messenger between me and my girl best friend read all of our conversation that. Oh, my First God. off, rude. Yeah. And then. I walk in on him crying like a bait. And this is the thing. If something actually had happened, like someone died or something mm-hmm. traumatic, sure, 100% let them out. Let it out. Yeah. But you were literally crying because you you saw a message that I, w- I just wasn't as attracted to you because you literally have gained so much weight. Yeah. There's, there's like eight things wrong in that story that <laughs> right. <laughs> right i was j- i i have never had my feelings just turn off so fast in my life like that was the moment i'm like i can't do this and guess what he did what the next day he like tried to propose to me what? as i was trying to break up with him yeah <laughs> boy those are two different ways of th- two people who are not on the same page yup <laughs> well you know um and were you like sorry the answer is no fatty First off, that's rude. And the whole thing is, I wasn't trying to be rude. I wasn't even talking to him about it. I was literally telling my friend how I was feeling to get, like, some insight. Yeah. And, like, she's kind of a bigger girl. So I'm just like, what do I do? Do I say anything? Like... But yeah, so when he he popped the question, Mm -hmm. uh, I was like, um, (laughs) no, thank you. Yeah. I'm gonna help you pack. That's a hard no. (laughs) No. Well, that, first off, that's an awesome story. Isn't that great, guys? You're right. welcome. And second, you you kind of are you prove the point there. Is it? It seems like one of the top complaints I get from people that are in long term relationships. If you say like, "What's the one thing that bothers you about your partner?" That's the complaint is that that they let themselves go physically. You know. And I think the thing is, is that. Once you're in a relationship, like a serious relationship, things start going from, oh, I do this, you do that, to, oh, us, we. Yeah. And you think, like, you can't do stuff for yourself. Like, you mm-hmm. can go to the gym without them. You yeah. can eat healthy without them. You don't have to eat pizza just because they're eating pizza. Right. Like, if you want to be healthier and, like, notice, like, oh, shoot, these jeans don't fit me anymore, <laughs> then do something about it. Don't just yeah. throw those away and be like, oh. I on to the next size. Right. Like, but the thing is, it's okay to have a healthy weight gain. Mm-hmm. Like, that's normal. It's, yeah. I, I've heard of, like, happy pounds. Yeah. Like, 10 pounds isn't going to be, like, a relationship breaker, guys. No, that's barely noticeable. Yeah, 10 pounds is. right? And so, this is the thing. You have to understand what's healthy and what's unhealthy. Yeah. Yeah, gaining 40 or 50 pounds in that short time frame, that is definitely not mm-hmm. healthy. But, you know, it seems like people's opinions are split right down the middle on whether or not a person has the right to be upset about their partner who lets them go physically or not. You well, know? this is the thing, too, is you have to understand what people like. John is not a fan <laughs> of bigger women. Right. Which, if you are a bigger woman, there are guys th- that have a preference for bigger women. Mm-hmm. And that's their preference. So, actually, I've heard of guys getting pissed at their girls for losing a whole bunch of weight yeah. because they do have that bigger girl preference. Yeah, there are people who are attracted to bigger people. It's, it is it is a true preference. You're right. And the thing is, like, yes, if you start becoming, like, years down the line and it's a very serious relationship, like, your partner fell in love with who you are as a person, but there's still that 
like downright nitty gritty physical attraction that mm-hmm. I feel like has to be there. Like I feel like my physical attraction to someone grows as I get to know them if I like their personality. Yeah. But if they start losing the basis mm-hmm. of the attraction, so just like the physical attraction, and they just like completely go off the rails, <laughs> then I'm not going to be as attracted to them. Doesn't mean like I'm not attracted whatsoever anymore. Right. It's just like it's slowly dissipating because that first initial thing is gone. No, you are 100% right. Is what- I love hearing that. Can you say <laughs> it one more time, please? Well, because you know what you're talking about. See, because what always, always, always draws someone to another person, first and foremost, is physical attraction. It may not be the reason why you're with the person long term, but it is the very first thing that you notice about somebody is the physical attraction. You know, they have they may have fallen in love with them because of their personality and their chemistry, intelligence, you know, all of that. But that is after the physical attraction. So. You know, love isn't only on the inside. Love is, you know, <laughs> on the outside as well. You love their appearance. That was the one thing that made you at least decide that, think, hey, I want to learn more about this person. And I think as you get older, obviously, looks are going to fade. Yes. Obviously. But yeah. that's literally getting into like 40, 50 years, yeah. guys. Like when I'm 90, I'm sorry. I'm probably not going to be at the gym lifting weights every day. Right. If you get wrinkles and the guys start losing their hair, that isn't letting yourself go. That's genetics. That just, you know, is part of getting old. That's not the same as letting yourself go. So if they suddenly become physically unattractive later on, you know, it's going to be a problem. They lost that first thing that attracted them to you to begin with. You know what I mean? Right. So the issue seems to happen more common, you know, commonly, like you said, in marriage, in long-term marriages, because, you know, we all know, like what we just discussed, as you get older, it gets harder and harder to stay in shape. You know, I mean, like in my early 20s, in my early 20s, I could eat like two Big Macs in a meal. You know, and I wouldn't, Ooh. or like a whole pizza. <laughs> I've never even had a Big Mac. I would order like a whole pizza from Domino's because, you know, when you're 20s, you got no money. So Domino's was all I could afford. And I could eat like a whole Domino's pizza easily and I wouldn't gain an ounce, you know. But like now, if I eat one Big Mac, the few times that I will eat a Big Mac, I like gain three pounds. Like the next day, you actually can see the difference if you get on a scale. So people are going to get that, they call it creeping obesity. You know, as you get older, you start gaining, you know, weight. And so after several years of marriage, you know, they're not going to look like the person they were when they got married unless you do something about it. And your partner may have a problem with that if you don't look like the same person that you were. And the thing is, if someone you have to understand, though, like there are going to be some circumstances that people are going to gain weight, a.k.a. childbirth, Mm -hmm. first and foremost, Mm -hmm. like if one of them have. Um, let's say your husband or boyfriend, whatever, gets in a car accident. He's not going to have the same six pack that he did when he was fully in his prime. The thing is, like, things are going to happen and you have to be understanding um, of those things. Like, my body is never going to... There's some women that do bounce back, but my body is never going to look the same that it did before I had my daughter. Right, the boobs and everything like that. You can't help it. You didn't. That's not letting yourself go, though, or a car accident. I'm not talking about like a medical condition. If somebody has a thyroid condition, you Ooh, know, something that like me. that. That's that, me. <laughs> <laughs> 
none of that's your fault. That is not letting yourself go. Mm-mm. And by the way, letting yourself go physically doesn't just mean gaining weight, even though that's what we keep talking about. It could be things like they let their hygiene go. You know what I mean? That's the worst. I think yeah. hygiene is such a big thing. I remember after I gave birth big to my time. daughter, I literally was lucky if I got a shower like every few days. Yeah. And that's disgusting. It right. really is. It's because I didn't care and I was in a fucking zombie world. Yeah. But like, I remember the first time I went out after I had my daughter. Guess how old she was? How She was four years old. Holy crap. What? The first time I actually went out for myself. Why? I mean, because, I mean, because you were busy with motherhood or because you didn't have the I body confidence to multiple reasons well i didn't turn 21 until right. the next well you can still uh, go two out years after when she was two is when i turned 21 mm-hmm. yes i had her young guys <laughs> get over it <laughs> um that's better having kids young is better than old <laughs> not that young uh, uh. um and then on top of it i did just have her in that and i like to spend time with her and i didn't have any want to go out and party and whatever and then i also had i was self-conscious of what my body looked like yeah and little did i know my body looked fucking banging yeah like i have a picture of me of actually like doing my hair and trying to do my makeup and i have this cute little red skirt on and this little black button up that's tucked into the skirt and i look at it now and i'm like how the fuck did i think i was fat back then yeah you're like how many moms look this fucking i was literally probably 20 pounds lighter than what i am now holy crap i know i was so fucking cute and guys i just recently lost 20 pounds so you can just imagine how big <laughs> i was like a couple months ago yeah but yeah and i'm just like to see the smile that i had when i took that picture <laughs> funny thing that i i say that because the person that took the picture of me was that guy that was crying on my floor oh jeez, <laughs> i don't want to hear that story ever again uh, <laughs> uh the irony um but yeah so it's just nice to see the confidence just from like taking a shower daily and actually doing my hair and actually doing my makeup like today i did my makeup for the first time in a while because people have been really crummy to me recently and it was really attacking my self-confidence and i felt like crap i was like you know what fuck this shit so i did my makeup today i'm getting new tattoos on saturday and then i'm getting my hair done in two weeks you go girl you go girl it's like a, it's like a make it's like i'm like a playbook makeover edition you know it you know it'd be funny i wish so, for some way shape or form a podcast could have like a before and after kind oh. of thing <laughs> but it we're just voices yeah. sorry guys or you know we were talking about the hygiene like there's guys at work you know, and, and like some of the guys that I work with, they've been married a really long time. So I'll be sitting there if we're like having a meeting or something. And I notice these things like you see their nose hairs sticking out Ew. or like ear hair. Oh, my God. That's the worst. And I'm like, w- like, just get a trimmer. Right. I'm like, if you don't care, what does your wife think? You know, what is yeah, your right? wife? Like, There's no way that no women can see that. Like, I'm so paranoid about that every morning when I get up and then I brush my teeth, the very next thing I'll do is I like manscape my face. I'll pluck any like weird looking eyebrows. If I see any nose hairs that might be like hanging you know out, many, I'll pluck those. I don't know any boyfriends of mine that have ever plucked their eyebrows. I've had to pluck every single one of their eyebrows because they were so bad. Yeah. Like they, and yeah, if you see like a wayward <laughs> eyelash or not eyelash, uh, eyebrow that's like 
going off against the grain or something. You got to pluck that. Your ear hair, same thing. I got ear hair trimmers. You got to, you know, I'm paranoid about that. So believe me, guys, if I'm noticing it, then your women are noticing it and they just may be afraid to say something. So manscape that shit. Or what about like the shaving of the pubes, you know? Now, I know there's some people who are like, oh, no, I'm into the natural look and they like men or women with pubes. But you got to at least like trim it or or like scape it. You know what I mean? Don't have like a 70s bush, you know, which is disgusting. It reminds me of a statistic about like crabs and stuff, how it was like Uh, so bad in the 70s because everyone had a bush. Anyways. Oh, gross. But I also think like you and I have probably the same thing like i don't like i will never ever let the person that i'm seeing like i'm i never have the bathroom door open yeah. whether it's number 1 or 2 like yeah. no matter what no i am with you ne- there they can't even be in the yeah. shower while i'm peeing yeah, i can't do it there's no comfort level that can get exactly, me to exactly i'm right. the same way like right. i get maybe when you're older and stuff and like like old old like grandma grandpa like, like you'll have, have to help to, you with it right you have to be helped but right. like I just right now, like as long as I can wipe my own damn ass, <laughs> no way in hell I'm going to have somebody else in the same vicinity as right. me while I'm doing those deeds. I'm Thank with you. you there, sister. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. I think there's a level of comfort, too, that some people have surpassed that I will never surpass until I'm like old and decrepit. Yeah. So <laughs> I think that also plays into it. Like some people are like, oh, yeah, I'm. I like do my makeup while my husband's pooping oh, and I'm like, that's so fucking gross. That Those are probably disgusting. the same people that like, Oh, I don't mind that his, his nose hairs hang down. I, I lick his ear hairs oh, or something like that. I think I'm going to throw up. <laughs> so Shay, then my question to you is in a situation like all this that we talked about, especially if it's like the person let themselves go and they gained a lot of weight. Do they have a legit beef that their partner let themselves go? It, is it legit? See, <laughs> are they not out of line? Well, I don't know if it's to call it to, like beef, and obviously it's going to be circumstantial. Yeah. But people have to understand, like I said in the beginning, that they fell in love with you. Yeah. First, mm-hmm. they liked your appearance. They were attracted to you, and this is not what is it pansexual that are pansexual attra- that are attracted to people's personalities only and mm-hmm. not how they look. Or is that sapiosexual? Or is that asexual? No, asexual is you're not attracted to anything or anybody. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Anyways, but pansexual you got- is you're attracted to all sexes. Sapiosexual is you're attracted to intelligence and oh. stuff. Anyways, so we're not talking about that aspect because those no. that's a very specific type but with the people who are initially just attracted to someone and that's how it starts the people who you are with in general they they're attracted to you first by your looks whether it be especially like if you met them on a dating app guess what they had to freaking swipe on you some way shape or form exactly um or if it be out in like a coffee shop they didn't like find out your intelligence first they saw you first yeah Ooh, look at the look at the iq on that stuff <laughs> it doesn't work that way that'd be great if they had like little bings above yeah, their head of you knew. iq of blah blah right. blah and their job and you mm-hmm. know how many relationships they've been in Ew, God. <laughs> how many kids Anyways, they have so i think you have like if you're that person that has gained a lot of weight like i like i said i recently gained a lot of weight i haven't been in a relationship but like i took it upon myself to start watching what i eat 
and just be more conscious of that and trying to be a little bit more active and just really taking good care of myself, like making sure I'm doing like face masks and keeping my skin clean and making sure I am getting a shower every day and just trying to be overall healthier. Yeah. See, my my viewpoint isn't as polished as yours. Of I say not. yes. Here's the rough edges. That person does have a legit beef if their partner lets themselves go. I don't to- know if you can call it beef, though. You can just it's- be like, hey, babe, like, what's going on? What's happening? I've noticed that you're just not as happier with yourself. I really don't know how to approach this yeah. delicately enough so that you don't offend them right away. But I think communication is always going to be the biggest thing, and it's the biggest hurdle in a lot of relationships. Um, <clears throat> but you can't just come out right out and say, listen, you're fucking fat. and you're, yeah, you're, you're a fatty. I'm disgusted by it. Like, you don't say it like that. Like, yeah. don't you, ever say something like that. Especially men to a woman. You, wanna, you want her to kill you in your sleep? Call her fat. Oh, my gosh. And the thing is, like, especially women, I'm, I know men, too, like... We're all self-conscious of how we look. We all have some type of insecurity in some way, shape, or form. I don't care if you're like Victoria's Secret model. There's some insecurity there. Yeah, for sure. Actually, they say the more attractive you are, the more insecure you are. Because what scares attractive people more than anything is to one day be unattractive. It's like rich people. What scares rich people most is being not rich anymore. Mm -hmm. So. So I just think it's... The thing is, if your partner has gained some weight and to the point of you noticing and to the point of them not being healthy anymore i think that's and you not being as attracted to them like you notice like you're just like oh god what's what's going on yeah and keep in mind this is in regards to being healthy so maybe (laughs) tiptoe a little bit it is a delicate um, situation to them and be like hey what's going on i noticed you're not really being as healthy or whatever <laughs> things are going on. I don't know how to approach this, guys, obviously. Yeah. Because I know no matter which way you say it, it's going to take a little hit to their confidence and and who they are. Because I know if someone was like, hey, actually, I did have one of our doctors that I work for. He's like, oh, that's that uh, top's getting a little tight on you. Oh, my gosh. Right when I first started what? or at the end of like the peak. Say, me too, height. motherfucker. Which Hashtag is me too. Hysterical because he yeah. is not thin or in shape. Yeah. So he's just. But he's a man, so it's acceptable. He's just a fucking jackass. Yeah. But yeah, so it was that comment that actually sparked it. Like, oh my god, this is really getting tight. And then I was starting to weigh myself, and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> so I think, no matter which way it is, you have to just be delicate with the person, especially because supposedly you love this person, or you're in a relationship with this person for a reason. So I would I would say to be delicate and I would say to be honest and being like, I know there's changes or whatever. How can we help? How can we get through this? I would say make it a we thing, not a you thing. Yeah. Because when you start pointing your finger, people get super defensive. Yeah, I think the we thing is probably a good way to do it, to really not offend them. You could do it like hey, let's go work out together. You know what I mean? Make it sound like you're doing something for both of you when really it's for your partner who let themselves go. And then it'll probably, you know, it won't land with as much of a thud as if you just told them that you're concerned about how they look and all that kind of stuff, you know? Um, you don't want to do the the subtle thing like buy them a Peloton bike for Christmas? don't (laughs) fuck. Oh my God, that controversy was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. 
But still, I mean, I could see, like I said, I could see people's concern is to me, when your partner decides to just let them go, to me, it's like a deal breaker. It's like a breach of contract, really, when they aren't the same person. I feel that- like you're so damn critical. It's nuts. <laughs> I feel like you're coming for, from a more like casual. If you've only been dating for a few months and they really started to put on some pounds. I'm coming from a stance of more of like you're in love with this person. You love them for who they are. You're planning to have a future with them kind of thing. But don't you want them the way they were day one when you met them, even if it was 20 years ago? Not necessarily. I mean, it's fine to add a few pounds and it's fine to grow with people and stuff. But I'm just saying like, yes, you fell for the person that you first saw. But like through time, like 20 years, okay, you're going to have some more stretch marks. You're going to have some... Right. lines and stuff you can't change that unless you do like botox and plastic surgery and stuff right but that's not kind of what we're talking we're talking about people who specifically let themselves go yeah you know like let themselves gain weight or they stop the the, the hygiene so, routine or anything <clears throat> and the reason why i think that why it's so you know a big deal to me isn't just like the skin deep physical you know kind of thing i, I see it more as like you know, when people let themselves go, I see it as a sign that the person just decided to throw in the towel. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like it's a sort of way of them not respecting themselves anymore. Like, hey, I got the, I finally landed the relationship and I don't need to take care of myself anymore. Like they just got the point of, eh, fuck it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I've that's, that's unattractive of, to me. I've definitely heard of the ones that are like, oh, I got a ring. I can let myself go now. Yeah. Like kind of thing. Like I don't have to work so hard, you know? Which... It shouldn't happen because you still need to work hard. You still need to do the things that you were doing before. I mean, not work hard, hard, but like you still need to be active. You know, you can't just be like, well, fuck this and become like 500 pounds. Like, this is going to work. Yeah, because if they were like, you know, really staying in shape and dressing up real nice and smelling nice and all that stuff to impress you during the courting phase, once they finally got you, it's it's like. It's like they're saying, I don't need to impress her anymore. I got her. And to me, that's like disrespecting your partner as much as it's disrespecting yourself, you know? Yeah, I definitely think that overall, it's just about being healthy. For and sure. That That's, yeah, because you're concerned about your partner's health. Yeah, so I, the biggest thing for me would be like hygiene rather than like just yeah. a, a few pounds. Yeah. Like if you aren't keeping up with hygiene on top of gaining all this weight, I would think that there's something else going on too, like some depression or something yeah if you got to that point of like i said eh, fuck it then yeah maybe you do have some depression or, or something going on you know mm-hmm. now critics of my opinion they might say that hey you should you should love your partner no matter what you know you're being superficial if you're criticizing them on gaining weight or anything like that you know like you're supposed to love everything about them but again People who think that are just thinking that I'm focusing on the actual physical looks and I'm not. I'm going a little bit deeper on what that says about them and and what they think about their partner. You know, like eh, eh, how she or he may see me now, eh, it really doesn't matter anymore, you know, and to me, that's disrespectful. Yeah, I agree. So one of the worst things you can do, like you said, we're not exactly sure how you approach it because it's going to be situational and it's so like with what you said you know, before like the mock conversation, like, you know, I, I noticed that blah, blah, blah. I felt awkward just you saying that, like trying to picture myself in one of those conversations. That's how uncomfortable that would be to even say something. I know. About it. I think it, you just have to be 
not assertive, but just be confident in what you're saying and saying know that you're saying it to help them, to help them be a better self. Yeah, put a positive spin on it. I be think like, the worst I'm thing here is- to help you. I know I've noticed that things are going not your way, blah, blah, blah continue on right even if the physical aspect of it is like grossing you out and it's like turning you off to them don't use that as your reason do it make it about their health like you said i'm concerned about your health and that's more of a positive than i think you're gross that's that's and then saying it like we can tackle this we can do this together yeah i think is the biggest thing the diet together we'll we'll eat the same way together you know i think the worst thing you can do though is constantly nag them or insult them about it like call them fatty or something like that i had an uncle like a few times he would call his wife like fat or big girl in front of us and i'm like how humiliating must that be you know mm-hmm. maybe look at old pics with them and sit and talk about how hot they were oh my god no no don't you don't do think th- so do not do that like wow look how hot you were no like, it's funny my last ex he would always be like he would always make comments about how my legs were so defined yeah or they used to be so defined when we first started dating all but, the time and it's like but you don't like don't you think <laughs> he was just complimenting legs. the picture he wasn't like saying he wasn't I, looking they at don't look like he wasn't insinuating that they don't look like that now Oh, that's exactly what he was insinuating. We weren't even looking at a picture. Yeah, don't say it that way. Like, oh, I wish you would get back to that. But the thing is, that's what it does insinuate. No matter what you say. Really? You don't think it would motivate the person to be like, oh, yeah, I did look hot. I want to go back to that. Coming from a women's perspective, I'd want to smack you because that's exactly what I wanted to do to my ex. Be like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Well, I guess in the end, I know it's hard to stay in shape, you know, as time goes on. But when you decide to be in a relationship... Like, especially a marriage, you can't just think about yourself anymore. You know what I mean? You do have a partner and you have an obligation, I think, to your partner to be healthy and to be the person that your partner fell in love with. Yeah. I think there's, like we said before, you have to understand that there's going to be circumstances and stuff. But overall, you just want to be the best person that you can be. Yeah. And then so that shines for your partner, too, that your partner can be the best version of themselves as well yeah and you can't do that if you're not keeping yourself healthy yeah if you do that yeah if you do that then if you disregard all of that then you aren't just disrespecting yourself you're disrespecting your partner and their concerns you know that sort of thing whether the concern is their health or you being the person that they fell in love with Mm -hmm. you know still be that person and that'll do it for today's edition of believe in the sex playbook I'm John Ibrahim. Make sure to hit me up on Facebook and Instagram with the username The Real John Ibrahim. And please remember to subscribe to the Sex Playbook and give the show a five star rating. And I'm your co host, Shay Kilmer. You can find me on Instagram at Truly Shay. That's T R U L Y S H A Y. You can send us your questions, comments, concerns, and topic ideas. And remember, you can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and at pretty much all of your favorite podcast directories. And of course, always at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. And speaking of Twitter, please tweet your questions or topics at me and Shay, and I promise we will try to read them in a future episode. You can find me on Twitter at John Ibrahim and Shay at Kilmer Shay. And that's K-I-L-L-M-E-R-S-H-A-Y. And if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Remember, sex sells, so join the party and advertise with us. 
And you've been listening to The Sex Playbook on the Believe Podcast Network. Peace out, my babes and bros. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.